inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? You told us, well, it's going to be time to panic. Well, is it time to panic? Well, let me just tell you, folks, it's never going to be time to panic because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. America is worth it. America is worth fighting for. America is worth not giving up. And while we have that attitude of not giving up, we are constantly going to be searching, strategizing, coming up with ways to prevail. We've got the basics. We have we have millions and millions of Americans that are fed up. Can't wait to do something about it. There will be a series of ideas that people come up with based on dealing with the fraud that we know we have to deal with. You're not alone. You're not a singular individual all by yourself out there trying to fight these people by yourself. There are 74 million plus and growing. We're not going to give up on America. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on the clock. You know, some lies hurt more than others. But I have to say, all of the lies that we've gone through in the last several years have been despicable. Charging honest American citizens whose greatest crime on January 6th was loving America with crimes that they did not commit, relying on garbage prosecutors, tainted juries, judges who are political activists, and then throwing people away for years. Being able to sleep at night requires a special kind of scumbag. And these people did it. And they're not done yet. They're proud of it. They tout it. I'm tired of always being on the losing end of this. I'm tired of being honest. I'm tired of my greatest sin being that I want What I want for my family, for every family, no matter what you vote like, no matter what you feel inside, no matter what your politics. And I'm tired of watching Americans get caught up in the filth and be flushed down the toilet and forgotten. It's how I feel about Lahaina. It's how I feel about East Palestine, Ohio. It's how I feel about every city that is crumbled that are shells of their former selves, San Francisco and Oakland, Philadelphia, Baltimore, New York City, and smaller towns in between. But for the January 6th committee, which was such a sham from the beginning, to present the high school musical that they did, to lie, 
to create false narratives to compensate their star witnesses by giving them quote-unquote book deals, and the speed with which no-name people became instant New York Times bestsellers, it awakens the curiosity in a lot of people who've been paying attention. But for the January 6th committee to delete two terabytes of data, I'm going to go with that's a lot, to erase, delete every single video of every single interview, we paid for that. 18 million freaking dollars. How dare you, Benny Thompson? You zero. Liz Cheney, you perpetually sour-looking crybaby. Adam Kinzinger, speaking of crybabies. The forever-lying Jamie Raskin, who after milking the do-rag from his cancer to the, the final degree, steps up his lying rhetoric, which is going strong today. How dare you? How dare you? This article, the former House Select Committee on January 6th, deleted more than 100 encrypted files from its probe just days before Republicans took over the majority in the House of Representatives. How is this any different than the FDA wanting 75 years of protection to prevent us from seeing its trial data, which was damning? Of that jab. How dare you? The House Administration Committee's Oversight Subcommittee, gosh, is leading an investigation in the January 6th, led by Chairman Barry Loudermilk, Republican from Georgia. The panel is investigating the security failures of that day, as well as the actions of the former Select Committee investigating the Capitol riot. There was no investigation. There's never been an investigation. It was a setup. You don't investigate your own setup. You create other narratives. You create smoke screens, diversions. You hope to fan the flames and hope that the smoke wafts in enough people's eyes so that they say, ah, oh, I can't see what's going on. Then they close the door on it and say, mm, let's put this on a shelf with the lost ark for 50 years. Someone will find it someday. Nancy Pelosi, you're a disgrace. Because you orchestrated all of this. You worked in concert with the Pentagon to deny, what, nine times, ten times? Capitol Police Chief Steve Sun's requests for the National Guard, who he could see. He could see them. They were standing over there. And then why, when they showed up, were they not equipped for battle? They didn't have, what, helmets? They didn't have the correct gear on? Why ever would that be? Thompson told Loudermilk that the select committee would turn over four terabytes of archived data, but that the new committee only received approximately two terabytes of data. I'm going to go with, oops, 
The forensics team, according to sources familiar with the search, determined that 107 House Republicans had to get a forensics team. If you need to hire specialists, it's because you're in the swamp. And a culture of bribery and blackmail. And you and I pay for it every daggone day. 117 files deleted and encrypted. Sources said those files were deleted January 1st, 2023, just days before Thompson's team was required to transfer the data to the new committee. Why should we follow the rules? If we follow the rules, everybody will find out January 6th was a freaking setup. They'll find out that we had hundreds of undercover agents inside and outside the Capitol. We thought that we could just be stupid and give them a MAGA hat. And they would blend in with everybody. Except you know what? Undercover assets don't move like people who love America. People who love America walk into the Capitol building in awe. Because they've never seen it before. The grandeur. And the history and the art. And the stories. And standing on the ground imagining who has stood before you of such historical significance. It leaves you awestruck until you're ensnarled in a narrative based on one thing, destroying Donald Trump. See, these people, they don't just hate him, they hate us. They'll take anybody down. Anybody down. So they have to hire these experts. Loudermilk's committee knows the transcripts of these interviews exist. They were not turned over by the Thompson-led committee. Honest people don't cover stuff up, friends. They don't have pseudonyms. They don't have ghost phones. They don't have to lie on their taxes. They don't get ensnarled in blackmail schemes. They're not in somebody's little black book. They've not been caught on camera. They don't snort coke off a hooker's butt. And that gives us this story. So they found the encrypted files. They just need a few passwords to get in. Republicans recover over 100 files deleted by the January 6th committee. Days before the GOP took majority. Forensic investigators hired by a Republican-led committee recovered those 100 encrypted files. Hey, Benny, you better figure out your passwords, yo, because we're coming for you, sir. I'll give you the nuts and bolts of this and talk about Adam Schiff. Oh, my Lord, did Steve Garvey light him up. The Grand Slam at California's Senate debate last night. Do you miss it? We didn't. We've got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right, so let's get back to this. January 6th committee deletes all these files. They scrub all of the interviews. Obviously, they're hiding all of the exculpatory information. All of the damning information that Fannie Willis got to see, but Donald Trump's defense didn't. We the people don't. $18 million worth of waste 
full time. And they just decided to scrub it. Well, Barry Loudermilk from Georgia sends to Benny Thompson. You know, you guys didn't archive all the committee records as required by House rules. You sent specific transcribed interviews and depositions to the White House and Department of Homeland Security, but you didn't archive them with the clerk of the house. You know, that's how we do things. Oh, golly. I'm so sorry. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. And it's just such a bummer. that I uh, bleach bitted bulk erased. What? Smashed it with a hammer like my Blackberry? We don't know where those things are. Well, we've recovered the files, friends. We need your pass keys. So that's where we are now. It's obvious that Pelosi's select committee went to great lengths to prevent Americans from seeing certain documents produced in their investigation, Loudermilk said. It also appears that Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney intended to obstruct our subcommittee by failing to preserve critical information and videos as required by House rules. And they've done this before, right? No question they plan to do it again until they are eradicated. And voted out, moved out, or imprisoned. I like that better. It's going to take us to one of the scumbags on the left, Adam Schiff. Gotta love that this guy thinks it's his time to fail upwards into the U.S. Senate. House, eh, you know, everybody knows I'm a weasel in the House. There's some fresh, fresh blood over in the Senate. Maybe I can hitch a ride on Dianne Feinstein's seat. So last night... At the California Senate debate, Steve Garvey, former Dodger. He's the Republican candidate. There are a couple others, but it's basically Steve Garvey and Adam Schiff, the Democrat, the dirtbag, right? And Steve Garvey, in a very calm, matter of fact, reasonable, rational, sensible, respectful way, calls him a rat fink liar. And I want you to hear the give and go because it's just that satisfying and you deserve it listen americans including californians who are visiting other states thank you, thank you and that we have to decision would be dangerous mr, G- mr. garvey your yes, rebuttal I-, I think you've been censored for lying you I was censured by for mouth. standing up to and a corrupt this president. This is exactly Mr. what the I'm talking about. President let, 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 let mr garvey stand up to him go or trying to determine who we are by race or by color or by gender they never listen they have prearranged words to say and by the way i would not vote for a federal ban on abortion let's make that clear right now thank you mr garvey all right we're gonna, we're gonna i'm gonna insist on answering all right just called a liar by mr garvey as okay. you are 30 mr. seconds mr garvey i was censured for standing up to a corrupt president and you know something? I would do it all over again. Uh-huh. Because that corrupt president, that president who's been indicted with 94 felony, 91 felony counts, <laughs> that president that you won't refuse to support. What? Yeah, he's a danger. And I will stand up to him and Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and any of those MAGA enablers of his in the Congress. The reason why our democracy is in trouble is because folks don't have the courage to stand up when they need to. Okay, thank you very much. Sir? We're going to keep, we're going to keep, we're going to keep let moving. Me, let <laughs> me just heap that. Both my name. All right. R- real quick. Sir, you lied to 300 million people. You can't take that back. Boom! Sir, you lied to 300 million people, and you can't take that back. 
Listen to Adam Schiff. These people believe they're in the right. They believe that this is their destiny, that Donald Trump must be defeated because if he's back in, all of what they're trying to do <laughs> blows up. I had to do what I had to do for democracy. No, dude, you're a dirtbag. You're a dirtbag, liar, schemer, scumbag. And everybody knows it. Everybody who's even affiliated with you has some vestige of your filth on them. Sir, you lied to 300 million Americans. Boom. Trafalgar pollster finds 22 and a half point lead for Trump in the final survey before today's New Hampshire primary. I'll teaser beezer you with this. <laughs> Trafalgar Group founder Robert Kahaley Monday forecast a major victory for former President Donald Trump in New Hampshire ahead of the Tuesday primary election, contending that most supporters of Florida GOP Governor Ron DeSantis had rallied behind the former president following the latter dropping out of the race. These people aren't going to Nikki Haley. They don't want Adam Schiff in a skirt. They don't want establishment. They don't want rhino. They don't want we're going to work in a bipartisan fashion. No, because it doesn't work. We're voting to take our country back. And I've got word for Adam Schiff. I grew up down the street from Steve Garvey. The man is beloved. Good luck with that, Adam. You might not want to quit your day job, bro. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio Network, let's talk Claudine Gay. She might not be Harvard's biggest problem. Did you guys hear about the the research that's apparently been fudged? Oh, boy. Buckle up. It's next. You know, I, I personally find it offensive when anybody tries to play a victim card about anything. There has been no better time in this country to be anything other than a white straight guy, right? The white straight man is now, and, and a Christian too. You are the whipping boys of this country. The butt of every joke, the goofball in every commercial, the outcast in every movie, right? Just because I'm a woman, I've never felt as though some deck has been stacked against me. When the reports came out that men make X number of, of dollars for every dollar that we make. I never had my pants on fire. No, oh, injustice. Let's march. Now I just worked harder than everybody else. And I climbed higher than those men did. And if other men were making more money than I in positions junior to my own, well, what am I going to do about it? I can only control me. And how we decide to see our lives, the lens through which we see the world, that's what our, our children watch. So if you're going to use race or gender or disability or age or anything that, that the left oh, wants us to use as justification, reasons to not be called out for sucking, I don't, I don't sign up for that. People who use it to get away with things make me very angry. I don't think we need the first woman anything. I really don't. 
it'll happen. Forcing it doesn't make it better. How about just the best people? Who was the airline that just had some transgender or LGBT whatever flight and it was a total debacle? They found out there were like bolts missing on the plane. I believe it was Virgin. Right? We're going to celebrate that this dude, some tranny, is going to be your flight attendant. I I really don't care who you are. I I really don't care. Apathy, perhaps. Basics, can you land the plane? I'm simple. Don't crash. Right? Right? I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if if you're Nikki Haley and you're brown. But when you start using those as reasons for you sucking or why you should get a pass, now we're at war. Because I think that's garbage. It's a very dangerous predicate. Fannie Willis is finding herself in that position right now because she sucks. And she's gone after Donald Trump. She's a rabid left-wing, Trump derangement syndrome-affected woman who, when she gets caught doing things she ought not, blames racism. Well, that's because everybody's racist. Well, now nobody's racist. Nothing is racist, if everything is. Okay? Details of Fannie Willis's improper relationship with prosecutor go public as bombshell divorce documents are unsealed. Julie Kelly, friend of this program, Badass woman, dogged reporter. She's been covering so much of January 6th, so much of these indictments against uh, Donald Trump. She puts out video yesterday of Fannie Willis's attorney trying to argue that Fannie Willis is way too busy. She's going after the former president of the United States. She really doesn't have time to be part of these silly little divorce proceedings. She can't be here. And the judge said, "Mm, think again, yo. She better be in the chair because we're going to be having a conversation. So what's the story here? Backstory quickly. She allegedly has some love triangle. She's part of it. Nathan Wade is the apex of it. His wife of 26 years is suing him, filing for divorce rather. Claiming that he was with Fannie Willis charging all of these lavish trips all over the world while still using her money to pay his own bills. And she said, you know what? Mm, I don't think so. We're going to go to court. Ah, I hate when that happens. Explosive divorce documents that could derail the election fraud case against Donald Trump in Georgia were unsealed by a judge Monday. Uh Uh-oh. Evidence of Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade... The special prosecutor bringing the election fraud charges is included in the file in the form of credit card charges for trips the pair took to Florida and to California. Lawyers for Wade's wife of 26 years, Jocelyn Wade, also state he's been deliberately hiding his true earnings, totaling almost $700,000 for his work as a special prosecutor from her in an attempt to avoid paying her her fair share in their divorce. Can you imagine that? So I've been married to my husband for 25 years. Can you imagine this? If after scrapping and and doing all the things you do as a young couple, having kids, it's never, it's never a good time. You never have enough money. Somehow you make it work. You, you scrap along. 
You save, you scrimp, you make it happen, and then all of a sudden your careers kind of take off a little bit. Ultimately, down the road, you pay off the house, get your kids through school, but you've done it collectively together. How would I feel if I found out that he was hiding money from me and that we were using money I was making to pay all the bills in the house while he was taking trips with a mistress? Ooh, that wouldn't be good. Evidence of Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade included in the file, credit card charges, trips he took, Florida and California. How about this? Wade and Willis's alleged romantic relationship was first exposed in a filing in the election fraud case on January 8th by defendant Michael Roman. This guy has done more to blow up this case than anybody else. Michael Roman's attorneys claimed... Their improper relationship, Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis, presented a professional conflict of interest, amounted to a misuse of county funds, and asked for them both to be dismissed. Although he provided no evidence with his filing, he cited Wade's divorce file as the source of proof. Wade had initially filed for divorce a day after he was made special prosecutor. I'm in the money. Time to ditch this old ball and chain who stood with me all this time as I did my lame-o work as a prosecutor in the basement of some building, right? I'm going where the money is. <laughs> Wade had initially filed for divorce a day after he was made special prosecutor, then immediately asked for the documents to be sealed. Huh. Again, something who, you know, honest people don't do, right? A hint that they contained information he did not want the public to see. In an emergency hearing at Cobb County, Monday, yesterday, Judge Henry Thompson decided that the case should be available to the public. <laughs> what? I love this. And heard arguments as to whether Willis should sit for a deposition. Um, that'd be a yes. Andrea Hastings, an attorney for Jocelyn Wade, argued Monday that Willis, quote, knows the cause of the separation between the former couple and accused her of hindering Hastings' ability to access information relevant to the case. Documents released from the file show repeated attempts by Wade to avoid disclosing his earnings. What a dark bag. Perfect that she should want him on the case against Donald Trump, right? Of course, he purposely tried to disclose, avoid disclosing his earnings. My goodness, Jocelyn's attorneys then accused Wade of leaving her destitute while spending lavishly, including on vacations with Willis, spending over $1,600 for flights to San Francisco in April of last year, $1,200 on travel for them and Willis's mother. Bring your mom along. That's totally what I would be doing if I was cheating on my husband. Hey, sugar daddy, bring your mom. Right? On Monday, Willis's lawyer, Cinque Axum, appeared by video to argue that Willis shouldn't be deposed by Jocelyn because, quote, alleged adultery is not relevant. And their divorce case, quote, has nothing to do with Ms. Willis. Oh, Oh, but yes, it does. Axum claimed the only matter in the divorce is how to divide the marital assets, which, of course, Nathan Wade reportedly was hiding. Hastings shot back. I want to know how he's been spending his money. 
I have reason to believe he is spending it on another woman. And that is my client's money. Ooh. Other credit card charges run up by Wade, revealed by his wife's lawyers. Man, is she ticked or what? Watch out. Included over $2,500 charged by Royal Caribbean Cruises around the same time as the flights to Miami were purchased. $3,835 with a company called Vacation Express. Wade also splurged another $992 on the Freedom of the Seas, a cruise liner which travels between Florida and the Caribbean on October 31st. How were you guys spending Halloween? He was whining and dining, apparently. He also spent... This is too much fun. My cheeks hurt. I'm sorry. Here, let me just massage them. Make them feel better. Okay. He also spent $370 at the Hyatt Regency in Aruba on November 4th and paid over $3,000 to Norwegian Cruise Lines on November 6th. Although the credit card statements offer no proof that Willis was with Wade when those purchases were made. Hastings also noted a filing by Willis last week was the first time the, quote, false claim that Jocelyn had an affair with Nathan's friend. This is what they're trying to do. Don't look at me. She was fiddling around with somebody, too. And she says, what? What are you talking about? Please. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. You have the woman who's prosecuting the president of the United States, who's going before the world and alleging with bogus data that she's been able to see that's been scrubbed from the House Republicans, right? We lost that. I don't know where it went. What? Right? She's taking all of these trips with her alleged lover. I'm going to go with... She's not all that focused on what she's doing, my friends. Seems like she's kind of thinking this is a hook, line, and sinker slam dunker for her. That Donald Trump is going to be prosecuted for and convicted of election interference. Of trying to overthrow the 2020 election. It kind of feels like she's super duper comfortable right now. And the wheels just came off that tour bus. Fanny Willis will sit her fanny in a chair and will be deposed and it will be made public. And boy, isn't that an uncomfortable thing for everybody involved? I love when chickens come home to roost. All right. When we come back on the Wendy Bell radio program, maybe this, maybe this is why America is broke. You guys know how much our government has spent in just the last two years on the millions of men, women, and children who've crossed into our invaded this country illegally. I've got the number. Maybe your jaw will drop. Mine did. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So I ran across this, this article. And speaking with my son, Michael, who's going to be 24 years old. He's part of that Zoomer generation. And I was asking him, I said, what, what, are, what are people you are? And I don't want to say kids because he's a grown man. But, right? <laughs> he's a kid. So I'm like, what are, what are kids your age? What, what, what are people talking about? Well, the good news is it's not abortion. The younger generation is awakened to the calamity at the border. They are aware. They see the invasion. They get in their news feeds and they scroll through their social media accounts. And they see the headlines. And they know what is happening. 
And they also know that the American dream for them, are they going to be actually the first generation for whom that dream is elusive? That makes me sick. The ultimate goal for all of us is to, at least in the first 18 years, provide that foundation, the family values, the things that you and your husband or wife hold dear so that ultimately when they do leave, they're strong. They're equipped to handle rough seas. At this point, they can't even afford a rowboat to get out into the water. There's no affording a house. Oh, mortgage rates have come down. Oh, from 8.8 to 6.6. Thank God. I remember when I had a mortgage. Two and a half percent. Those times existed. They ought to come back. And they will. We used to have robust supplies of natural resources. Everything that we need is underneath our feet. And yet everything is out of reach with this administration. Everything is twisted upside down. There's some victim, whether it's ecocide. Now it's us harming the earth. You want to eat a cow? Ah, that's murder. You know what? Some people just need to be thrown down the stairs. I'm just going to say it. So when I stumbled upon this article in the Washington Times, I, 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 I didn't know if I was surprised or if I was numb to the number. Because the expense to all of us for this nonsense is breathtaking. Watchdog report finds the Office of Refugee Resettlement. It's a part of the Division of of Homeland Security. No, no, it's HHS, Health and Human Services, beg your pardon. They spent $20 billion over just the last two years on these migrants, men, women, and children, majority on the children. Look, I'm not going to sit here as a mom and say, oh, I, you know, that's great. I think we really should. They should not be here. We should not be in this position. Don't come to us and say, oh my gosh, look at the crisis. We need your money to fix it. I didn't open the door. I don't cheat in elections. I don't create viruses. I don't work with Big Pharma to create the solutions which are worse than the virus. I didn't make the decisions to shut people down. I didn't vote like a lunatic to spend trillions of dollars this country does not have and then have the audacity to go out and say, oh, it's such a gift. It's such a win for America. Really? Can you imagine if you ran your family's finances the way these people did? Your car would be repoed, you'd be out on the street homeless, and some migrant would take your spot at the shelter. Believe you me. A watchdog report finds most of the funds went to immigrant children. I don't care. Their parents shouldn't be sending them. Period. The federal agency responsible for busing, sheltering, and supporting the largely unauthorized immigrant population pouring across America's borders spent nearly $20 billion over the last two years. How? How? Who sets these budgets? Can you guys answer me? Why on earth was Dr. Doom Anthony Fauci allowed to be in control 
of like $11 billion of grant money. Does that make sense to anybody? Who the hell needs $11 billion or more of grant money? Where are these conversations presented to us? How do you guys feel about this? What's your priority? We see how our elected representatives vote. It's not in concert with how we feel. What's it going to take to get these people out? We had a critical vote last week. No, yeah, last week. And it was about this continuing resolution. Let's kick the can down the road. Whatever. You know, we knew this date was coming. But we were too busy doing other things, getting out of town for a snowstorm that really never happened. Ooh. Let's pass the continuing resolution. 107 Republicans voted for that. That's the starting part. That's where your, your ground zero is. Eliminating all those people. I'll take the 106 that voted against it. That said, hell no. We will not give more money to Ukraine and other places without our border being funded. And this provision does nothing. We have a, we have a, a starting point. They vote consistently. They tell you how they feel. They tell you how they're going to screw you. They promise you what they're going to do when they get in and they lie to you and they screw you. Just like Tucker Carlson saying, where's the the Texas men and women for that matter at the border? What are you doing to protect your border? What are we doing to hold these clowns accountable? Starts at the local level. Always. Always. Starts at the local level. Who's ready to start? Do you've got some skills maybe? You've got some talent? You have some time? You have some friends? Ready to launch an opposition candidacy? Do it. Because this, we can't afford this anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I previously promised you a scandal in addition to Claudine Gay at Harvard. And I'm going to deliver it to you coming up in the next segment on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. It has to do with science and research and medicine. Can you trust it? Mm, apparently not. I'll explain. <laughs> 